When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hi, my magical besties. How are you? How's your week been going? I uh, just rubbed my arm just now and I was, I'm kind of smirking at myself. We, well, I didn't. Levi built these really sweet little stairs for Wrigley (laughs) to get in and out of our bed. We got a new bed and he couldn't get up on it without stairs. He's a really big dog and Levi built these nice wooden handmade steps for Wrigley to be able to walk up and down out of bed, which is really convenient because it's not easy picking him up. He's a hundred pound dog. So I woke up the other night and had to go pee in the middle of the night. And I didn't, I don't know, maybe my other females out there will, will get this. You wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, but I try not to usually open my eyes all the way because I don't want to like completely wake up, you know, it's not a, like you just want to go and get back in bed and hopefully fall right back asleep. Well, I, the, the stairs have only been in our room for maybe a week or two and I haven't had to get up in the middle of the night since we've had them and I had my eyes closed and I like tripped over the stairs and they're wooden. I mean, they have like some carpet on them, but they're wooden, like kind of not super sharp, but there's corners on them. And I completely 
just ate it. I mean, I bruised up the side of my leg, my shin, my knee, my um, elbow. It was, it's just like a catastrophe. And Levi like pops up out of bed really quick and I'm like crumpled up on the floor because I've just caused the scene at like 3 a.m. So I just rubbed my elbow where the bruise was, which is what made me think of it. So just another adventure in the life of. So, you know, we're, we're surviving around here and I'm trying not to curse the steps because Wrigley uses them and loves them. So it's perfect. It's fine. It's all, all good around here. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, definitely go back and check it out. I'm doing a money mindset series and last week's episode was all about it being spiritual to make money and lots of it. And this week I am going to go over, I think I have four, maybe four limiting limiting beliefs or thoughts that people have around money that probably aren't serving you and your money or success or business goals. So let's just jump in. The first one kind of plays off of, is it spiritual to have money? It is money is evil. Money's the root of all evil. First of all, that's actually not the saying. Everyone, for some reason, says that. It, you know, it's a scripture. I don't know which one, but everyone is like, well, money's the root of all evil. That's not the case. It's actually, the scripture actually says money, or the love of money is the root of all evil, and it's actually talking about greed. So I think that that's an important one to start on because people can have a complex around feeling guilty for wanting money, for desiring money, for desiring lots of money, for desiring more than they have. And like I talked about in last week's episode, money's a neutral resource. Jesus had a treasurer. Mother Teresa had a private jet to get her around all of her engagements that she did all over the world. Money is not evil. It's a supportive, divine, feminine energy. It supports you in all of the ways. I go into it in the other episode, but as a recap, it can support you physically, emotionally, and mentally, spiritually. It is there to help you in any way that you need it. That's all it is. And I think we we sometimes feel like it's because it's money that there's something, but we could have literally taken pieces of bubble gum and decided that that's what was money. We could have been out here trading, you know, bubble tape pieces of gum for work if that's what we decided was worthwhile. I mean, we're literally, money started out as gold, then moved to paper. Now it's on cards. Some people are even <laughs> moving from cards to crypto. As you can see, it continues to change. We've all just decided as a community, as a society, that money is an exchange for items that we find valuable. All it is, is a neutral resource that we have decided is valuable in some sort. And it is also kind of funny that based off of where you live, based off of, um, you know, the currency exchange. So if there's a different country the like, for instance, the American dollar could be more or less somewhere else. Like it's usually 
um, worth less in European countries. It's worth more in maybe Mexico. So we have, we don't even have a set value worldwide, but we've all still agreed that money is some kind of this tool that's outside of us, that it's some kind of crazy thing. And we could have been trading pieces of bubble gum if that's what we decided. So it is a neutral resource here to support you. Just like a tool in one person's hand could, like a hammer, a claw foot or claw hammer. I actually just heard like a true crime podcast. I won't go into details, but in one hand, it could build a house. It could build these stairs that tried to take my life <laughs> the other day. It could hang a picture of your family, but it could also injure somebody in somebody's wrong hands. That's the same thing for money. Money is not evil. It doesn't carry a conscious. It doesn't um, care what you do with it. That's why you can have extremely wealthy people that do amazing things with it, and you can have extremely wealthy people that do horrible things with it. It has nothing to do with money. It's all to do with that individual. So first of all, money is not the root of all evil. Greed is, which is completely separate. You can desire millions and billions of dollars and not be a greedy individual. I fully and completely believe in that. So just remember the next time you start stressing about money and what's going on with it, I always like, I'm like, if this was like a thousand pieces of bubble gum, what would I, I wouldn't be feeling this way. It would be a different dynamic. So playing off of that one, the next and second belief, limiting belief or thought is it's hard to make money or you have to work hard for money. And I went through this um, kind of thought process with one of my coaches and it, it definitely helped because I don't love to work extremely hard in the sense of efforting. Like I don't want to force something. I don't mind working. I don't mind doing what I enjoy doing. And like when I'm inspired, I will just go, go, go. I'm, I'm here for it. I enjoy what I'm doing. No big deal. But if I have to force something or like it has to feel like extra hard, I'm not interested. And so what we were going through is she was like, tell me something that you think you find easy, but some people can find extremely hard. And I was kind of thinking on it. And, um, this kind of this analogy came through when I was coming up with this podcast as well. I had said something about kind of cooking, but something that came up and I have a friend who's horrible. I actually have several friends who are horrible at taking care of plants and it's super easy for me. It is not anything I, I have a green thumb, as some would say, but I don't have to really work hard for it most of the time. I don't even have to really kind of study a plant or like get into it. Granted, I don't have anything too crazy. These are just indoor house plants that I'm talking about, but it's super easy for me. I, I know when to water them. I know when they need more sunlight, when they need less sunlight, do they need a bigger pot? Like it's just kind of intuitive to me. It just feels right. I think it's also my witchy side, but for some of my other friends, that's not the case. And so she was talking, my, my coach was talking me through about how making money could be the same kind of aspect of gardening. Like for some people or, you know, taking care of plants, but we'll just say gardening for this. Some people, gardening is 
no big deal. They don't even think about it. They don't second guess themselves. They feel good with it. They can intuitively know what to do because they trust themselves with it and go with it. Some people have to work hard at it, but they figure it out. They read the books. They go to the online blogs. They read the little tags that come with the plants and their their plants thrive. Some people maybe try and it doesn't go well and the plants die. And other people are like, I'm not even into it. I don't have a green thumb. I'll take some fake plants and call it a day kind of situation. It's the same with money. There are people that trust themselves with it, that feel intuitive, intuitively led, that know that it will work out for them and it's going to you know, be an easy, flowy process. There are others that it works out for them, but they have studied it. They take the courses. They have, you know, tried to figure it out one way or the other. They've hired coaches. They've, you know, figured it out that way. That's definitely probably more so me because having grown up with a kind of lack consciousness, kind of limiting beliefs around money, that is definitely it. There are people that are like, it's not possible. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'll try, but oh yeah, of course it didn't work out. Like, I'm not meant to have money. And then there are other people that are just like, I'm I'm never going to have money. I'm not even going to try. It can be kind of said about anything, cooking, any kind of skill that you can kind of hone by doing more of it, all of those kind of things. But try to think of something that you feel aligned with, like planting, having plants in the house, cooking, cooking, not baking. Baking is not where my, my zone of genius is. That kind of feeling that you can feel about whatever that is, so cooking and and gardening in this instance for me, is how it can feel about money. And it has started to feel that way over, you know, the last few years that I've really worked at it and now I'm at a place like that with money because I worked at it and now I feel good with it. But it can be that way with anything that you have in your life, you can start to feel like anything that feels aligned and good and that you don't even have to think about. It can feel that way with money. So it doesn't have to be hard work. Because if that were the case, like if you had to work super hard or it was hard to make money, teachers, firefighters, waitresses, city workers, you know, construction workers would be, if like working hard was the equivalent of it, they would all be the millionaires and billionaires of the of the world. The people that are usually working the least, the ones that like have figured out how money works, either energetically, financially, investment-wise, whatever that may be, they're not the ones that are breaking their back every day. So if that if that were to be true, it would be the exact opposite. So I, I'm curious if that one helped shift it because it now that I've had that kind of analogy in my life, it definitely has and it has helped my clients as well. So number three, it's a limited resource. This one, it just couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> there is so much money going around always and always when we think it one way. I mean, just like I said earlier, it started out like way, way, way back in the day when you were getting married, like your dowry was like, oh yeah, I'm going to give you two cows and a chicken for like marrying my daughter. Like that's going to be the the situation. Like we were using livestock and, you know, food as a way to barter and do it. And then we moved from that and we went to 
like I said, gold and jewels. And then it went from that to coins and then to dollar bills and then to credit cards and now to crypto. And I I mean, you could literally, I, I do because I never have cash. You don't even have to actually have physical cash. Like I can't tell you the last time I wrote a check, like that's gone by the wayside. So it's always going to evolve. It's always going to be created. It will come out in one source or another. There is money printed constantly. There's money injected into the economy. Yes, we go through cycles, but that's life. We go through cycles in everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Just look at the seasons. There is a episode we did on, um, I think it, the universal laws and we talked about the cyclical nature, the law of cycles or rhythms. It's there. It's the same with money. It's not going to run out. It's not a limited resource. This is not like a finite piece of paper. Like we, if, if paper runs out, we will figure out a way that more money comes through. We will start, you know, exchanging bubble tape if we need to, bubble gum. It'll be the new new currency. So it doesn't matter. It's not a limited resource. You getting money, you earning money does not take it away from somebody else. Absolutely not. We are leaving that thought and process behind. That is not the vibe. You get to have money. So does your best friend. So does your mom. So does your sister. So does your entire elementary school that you went to school with. Everybody gets to have money. That's just how it can be if we all work on changing that. I'm not saying that there aren't paradigms and structures and systems in place that don't, uh, you know, allow that for other individuals and definitely people of minority groups and um, in lack and poverty communities for sure. But if we, the people that care about that, can start having more money, we can change that for others. And like, I have a goal as an exclusive coach to, and you know, have that inclusivity. I said exclusive <laughs> as an inclusive coach to help people of color and and people who have been marginalized by the systems for sure. But my whole goal is to earn so much money that we get to change the world and listen to the last week's episode if you haven't, because I believe that wholeheartedly. Okay. So the last one for this week is the lovely, lovely, more money, more problems, all of that, more money, more problems, more taxes, more responsibilities. And this one was huge for me because I didn't think more money, more problems. I never believed that. I'm like, No, well, I, you know, I had a crazy couple of weeks that happened at the house and had we not had the, uh, the financial ability to cover those, it would be a hell of a lot more stressful. It's not more problems. Like my house didn't, my shower didn't leak because we had more money. My shower leaked. That's an issue. Had to fix it, had to fix the AC unit, had to fix my computer. Like that's silly. Like that doesn't make any sense, but some people do believe it. I definitely was somebody who was more responsibility. And what I mean by that is in my business. So as my coaching business grows, something that like would come up for me was I'm going to have more responsibility. I will have less time freedom. I will have more clients who need me. I will be busier. I won't be able to do the things I want to do. I'll feel constricted to stuff that's going on. And so that was definitely something that I thought about and then realized, wait, no, I attract high level, self-led, divine 
clients, yes, I, I'm here to serve them. Yes, I'm here to work with them. But if I need a vacation, they're okay moving a call. Or if something comes up from either one of our sides, we're allowed to rearrange a schedule. Like what kind of BS like life was I living in? that I didn't think that I could, number one, still continue to control my schedule or two, be able to make it work for the life that I want to live. So that was a huge one for me. I know for a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners, it's more more taxes is a big one. And this one's never been one for me. I, I told my accountant or, or our accountant last tax season, um, he's like, well, you guys are in the next tax bracket, you know, da, da, da. obviously that could mean more taxes, all that kind of stuff. And I had told him, I was like, the more taxes paid means the more money made. And he was kind of joking about making that his slogan, but I don't know about you, but I would rather make a million dollars and pay 250,000, 300, I don't know, $400,000 in taxes than only make a hundred thousand and pay thirty or forty thousand in taxes. Like that just seems outrageous to me. Like I'd rather make more money and pay more taxes, period, end of story. But I know like manifestation babe and it was a big one for her. Like she had to work through that because she was worried that she wouldn't have the money to pay taxes. And for me, I'm always just like, well I'll just set thirty percent aside and act like it's not there and we'll call it good kind of deal and figure it out down the way. <laughs> so I, you know, any of those more money, more problems, more taxes, more responsibility, any of that that comes up for you, these are pretty simple ones to kind of flip the script and, and undermine and be like, well, we're not really going to believe that. So, um, something that I, I've been loving to do lately when I have an internal conversation, the internal dialogue that I have with myself is usually how I work through a, a limiting belief or a thought pattern that's no longer serving me. And I I don't know, maybe you guys have <laughs> there's always that there there's that um I think it was a Looney Tune or Animaniacs or something. It was Pinky in the Brain that those little those two mice that were in the laboratory. And um I like to think of my <laughs> subconscious is that little mouse with the giant brain and I call him brain. So I'm like talking to myself. I'm like, brain, that that absolutely makes no sense whatsoever. Like that we're not here for that. What like are you kidding me? And I'll provide information to it to kind of like I would in this case more responsibilities like how I did. I'm like, no, I control my schedule. I'm a business owner. This is what I get to do. Freedom is a value that is very top of the chain. Like I will I can make that fit into any, you know, container I want to taxes. In this case, I would say, no, like I still rather make $750,000 and pay whatever. If I made a million dollars, I'd rather pay the 400,000 in taxes and take home 600,000, whatever it is. I don't know what tax bracket numbers are. I'm just using 30 and 40% is a very easy number, but you get the point. So I say brain, this is why this doesn't work X, Y, and Z. Like, absolutely not. Thank you for doing this, but I'm here to to do some different things and, and your input's not needed. And I kind of just make it lighthearted and fun. And it seems to quiet down my subconscious pretty quickly. I think evidence-based uh, rewiring is the best for me. Some people 
like visualization, some people like cord cutting, some people like journaling, um, you know, different things. But for me, I like to talk through it. Obviously, I'm a talker, <laughs> so I, it kind of works for me. That That's how I like to do it. So if you have a little thing that you call your mind or your brain that kind of tries to take over, what's the name for it? Send me a DM and let me know because I think that would be funny if you guys had other names. I One of my friends... She calls it the shitty committee, the shitty committee when the like, you know, little background noise kind of is running off. And I thought that was really cutest too, really cute too. So that's what I'm going to go through this week. We've figured out money is not evil. It's actually really, really fucking supportive. And I'd rather be supported by it than be stressed out and not have it. It isn't hard to make. It's just learning that flow, that alignment. It's not a limited resource. If we need to go to bubblegum, we will, but it is out there. It's constantly being created, made, recycled, cycled through, passed, received. It's always ongoing. It's a moving resource and a neutral one. And more money, more support, more freedom, more love, more experiences more luxury. That's the motto, not the other way around. So if you have any questions, let me know. I have a space or two, I think, in my one-on-one coaching. I also have a couple of 90-minute intensives. So if that's your jam, reach out and we can chat about that and work through some of your business and money mindset. I'll probably do a Q&A episode next and I'll put that out on Instagram. So Check that out or send me a DM or text with a question or money belief that you want me to go over. I think I'll do kind of, like I said, maybe a three or four episodes on money mindset. I, I love it and I like working through it because it's something that I know all too well and have been through. So I, I can appreciate it and there's nothing that you're going to say that I haven't heard. So Have an amazing week. I can't wait to see what you manifest. And if you haven't already, like, subscribe, and review this podcast episode. It means the world to me. Love you guys. Have a good week. Thanks for joining us this week on the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. If you like this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.